Hey guys, Grace here. Thank you for checking us out. We really appreciate it. If you have an extra moment or two, we'd really appreciate if you could go uh, leave us a review, give us a like or a follow, um, and be sure to tell your friends. Thanks for being here and let's get to it. I've started to run more. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Taking care of my health, Grant. Good. Why do you look at me when you say that? It's time. <laughs> Time for when me. I was your age, I didn't either, so mm. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here about to break the bench. I feel like Shelby has wildly different yeah. perception from reality about how old we actually are. Mm-hmm. You're so young. And how and fat I, am I actually so am. Old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you guys are ancient. Mm. Do you guys get your AARP yet? Mm. Your card? Can't wait for it. Yeah, I know you get can. Them discounts. Yeah. Is there a lot of discounts? Is it worth it? Is it worth it getting old? You think? No, my body hurts all the time. Mm. But you get discounts. <laughs> not not at this so, age. So, I mean. I will say I've been doing some more stretches. I'm trying to, one of my goals in life is to be able to touch my toes. So, Are you there yet? I'm not doing that. What? Are you there yet? No, I'm getting closer every day. Well, Aww. if you did yoga, I bet you'd get there a lot faster. My version of yoga is bending over and counting to 10, and then I push a little further, and I push a little further, did and you, then... Did you guys do the flexibility test in, like, PE, mm-hmm. where you, like, like, like With the you box? have to reach... Yeah, the yeah, box, the you worst. have to reach as far as you I can. I have giant legs. I, ha- I can't yeah, reach I know. that thing. What if I'm disproportionate? I know? am disproportionate. Yeah, exactly. The bottom half of my body is a lot <laughs> larger than the top half. Excuses, excuses. Did you do that, Grace? You look uh, like you didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about, but oh. I will say flexibility is one of my better. Maybe it was just, maybe they just made the bigger kids do it. <laughs> I remember I did it once. I wanted to play. I did play catch, catcher, catch, and baseball. And the baseball coach was the gym teacher, and I wanted to play for the high school. And mm-hmm. I did it, and I had such horrible flexibility. It's like you'll never play catcher. And I was like, well, I already am playing. It. Yeah, what? and I'm pretty good. My knees hurt every day, but I'm good at it. He said, you got to be more flexible than that. I'm okay. Like, yeah, well, All my, right. I have a disproportionate body. <laughs> Makes Jeez. it hard. I After the podcast, I want to see how close you are to touching your toes. Okay. I'm you want to see right now? It? Yeah. Yeah, okay. sure. Do it. We'll see it. We'll commentate on it. I know. Oh, Shall, oops, <laughs> Shall we forgot to take his headphones off. That was the first thing. <laughs> oh, oh, he's close. You're not far. He's close. But Keep, when I started, I was like, I'm here. I'm dang. Keep stretching, boy. I can show you a yoga that was move close. to help with that. What is it called? Um, I was like an inch away, right? Yeah. Yeah, you really weren't far. You're pretty close. Thanks. One day, you'll get it, man. Probably next week. I, I can feel my spine Curving. stretching when I do that. Mm. It feels nice. They always say to stretch before you live. And, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> before you live? The other day, I played pickleball against Emily, and I started doing that stretch. And Emily's like, are you stretching before pickleball? And I said, just wait. Mm. And then she beat me. I wouldn't <laughs> just wait. I wouldn't bounce like that though. The way you were like bouncing towards your toes. Hey, <laughs> you be you. I'm just saying. I don't want you to hurt yourself. That's how I do it. Okay. I, also, when you leaned over, you looked like you had scoliosis. Are you? Have you had that check? <laughs> uh, listen, your spine looked a little crooked. That's what happens in old age. You shrink. Mm. And your spine, and your <laughs> spine goes awry. No, I had scoliosis <laughs> in like middle school. Did you? Yeah, I've had it. Always. I remember doing the scoliosis <laughs> test. Remember that? You yeah. had to, yeah, 
lean over in front of the coach and they would like look at your spine yeah. and all that is this no it no it's i i'm kind of surprised they allow it because you have to take your shirt off and bend uh-huh. over yeah was, the nurse that you're doing no it was a random no, it was the pe coach well they hired a guy on craigslist to come and <laughs> watch these kids spines i don't know about this yeah <laughs> I, I don't remember this part i remember having my shirt on and the nurse like Took her Feeling fingers your, and, yeah. rub, and like ran along my no. spine. I had to. You had to. There take seems your shirt like there's no reason over. to be taking your shirt off so or bending can, over. No, so you can spine. see your spine that way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could feel it. I had to do it. All right. Yeah, I had to take my shirt Whatever. and bra off. They, she, the coach told my mom that I had scoliosis, and I started seeing a chiropractor. So I mean, I guess I'm is that how you it. fix scoliosis? N- I don't know that you actually you just pop it back in place. I don't know <laughs> that you actually thing? fix it because I still have it. So. Yeah, I was all right. <laughs> just chiropractor. Go to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Forrest Gump had? No, he no. had something with his legs. Yeah, oh. <laughs> polio. Oh my god! No, was it not polio? I don't think so. He had no. the leg braces like that. Yeah, he did. Hmm. But I don't. I know that he ran fast enough that they came off. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He, mm-hmm. One day he just started running. Mm. It was pretty cool. So you guys ready? Well, I'm ready. <laughs> On that note. Yep. Welcome to Untold the Podcast. This is the podcast that tells the untold stories of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you've probably never heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold the Podcast. What's up, y'all? Howdy. How's it going? Great. I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? I'm feeling stretched and ready to go. <laughs> yeah? Yep. You feel limber after doing that? Uh-huh. those toe I touches? might just put my half leg on top of this table. Ooh. Like, just, dang. You <laughs> People do standing around a counter. Don't hurt yourself. You might rip something. <laughs> Grace can do that. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that yet. Um, so, cool. Well, welcome uh, to episode... 15. No idea. 15? Oh, yeah. Is, that, 15. is it 15? Yep. Sounds right. Dang. Five episodes left of season two. Dang, dang. Grace is keeping us on track. Dang. All right. So we would just keep going. We're like, well, we got to finish sometime. <laughs> this, we've been going way too long. Surely this is going to end. Episode 18, like six times. <laughs> well, what, if, what if I did? Just each week, yeah. like episode, uh, uh, and I just said 15 again, <laughs> over and over. Well, this is episode 15, as far as I know. Um <laughs> Three years later, uh still on episode 15. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the Untold Podcast. My name is Grant. I am your host tonight. Hey, that person who just said hi is... Grace. No. Aw. And this is... (laughs) Shelby Barker. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Wow. We got the names down. Uh We can just... Can you guys switch stories for tonight, actually? I mean, wait. (laughs) 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 No, you go higher. You go higher. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so that's what you think of me. Yeah, it. that's what okay. Shelby thinks you sound like. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, if you have not listened before, welcome. Um, the way this works is we are a trivia history podcast, um, and we like to tell stories that you might not have heard before. And I have given these two a prompt uh, beforehand, and they have come up with a story, uh, research a story that I probably don't know. 
hopefully don't know, and I will award points during their stories, and they will sound like this. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, we will declare a winner, and the winner gets the host next week. Okay. So, I've got my topic ready, Grant. Your topic or your title? My topic for next week, because I'm Oh, oh, do you? Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you that confident tonight, Grace? Yep. Cool. (laughs) She sound like it. She's trying to straighten her spine out right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, tonight's topic is going to be about technology. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. You know, I used to work on Geek Squad. Did so, you? Yeah. I am. So you're qualified. Well trained. I was uh, on the counter ops. Dang. Uh, they were double agents. I was the counter ops uh, Geek okay. Squad agent. So um, if you need technology questions, I'm your guy. Cool. Yep. Well, I had. <laughs> old man that I worked with gave me his phone one time because it wasn't sending texts and he asked me to fix it. Did nice. he do it? Or? I, I turned it off and turned it back on and it started Well, working. let me tell you a little secret. To him, you're a tech wizard. <laughs> Plus, he tried to pay me and I was like, mm-hmm. no, man, I, only, I just turned it off and turned it back on. It's fine. <laughs> let me tell you a little secret. That's pretty much all we did at Geek Squad. Yeah. And we charged $79 for that. Mm. So Good to know. Yep. Dang. My favorite part of that is the 360 ring of death. <laughs> yeah. What did, what, what did you guys do? If you to had an Xbox 360, there was this common error that would come up. That was the ring of death, and it would just wouldn't start. And it really meant that the Xbox was bad. So the people would bring it up to Geek Squad, and we would wrap it in towels and overheat it. And when you overheated it, it like messed up the circuit mm. board and made it like reset itself. Mm. And so, the, but it, and the fix lasted for like three months. And then like three months later, just outside of the warranty of the repair, mm. they'd have to come back and do it again. And we would just wrap it in <laughs> towels and let it run for 30, 40 minutes. And then we'd be, it'd be done. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for someone to hear this and try yeah. it and then break their Xbox. And now you're in trouble. Mm. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago. 360s are. That is several generation yeah if you still have a 360 you you're probably getting the red that is history (laughs) yeah that is history um cool well uh to start us off i want to know a little bit more about you guys um so i have a question based on the topic tonight and that question is um if you had what's like a piece of technology that you can't live without today something that you might use like every day besides your phone Beside your phone, like what? What are you like really thankful for? So I'll go first, just kind of set the stage here. I love uh, my AirPods. Ah, AirPods yeah. are it's a game changer. Yeah, it, they're sweet. They're, I mean, Bluetooth little ear buds that go in your ears all the time work great with the iPhone. I use them every day, yep. pretty much, um, and they're just amazing. They work. They work great. Thanks, Apple. Send us a, another <laughs> pair of AirPods. I really just said. Are that. yours okay with like phone calls? Mine are not good with phone calls, but I, I need to get the newer yeah. version. But what version do you have? I don't know. Yeah, I have. I have like the first gen. So like, I, I sometimes I cut out. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, but, but music, other than podcast that, <laughs> music, they're great. Other you know, than that, I, hear I love Samsung's them. headphones. Mm-hmm. Are can't even compare. You know can't what? Compare. You know, I love the the AirPods only. Like, I don't like any other. Um, like little ear earbuds because you know, like the little silicone tips yeah. yes. that all of the other ones have, uh, they fall out of my ears. Like, I think instantly. the new, the the newest model yeah, of AirPods, they have those. Yeah, but I have the older generation. Yeah. I I can't do anything else but that. It's weird. I guess mm-hmm. I have weird ears. 
Um, so you don't like soft things in your ears. You uh-huh. like them like it to be hard to uh, put inside the ears. Yes. What? Okay. Sure. Yep. I mean, just just trying to verify. <laughs> do you do Q-tips? Uh, yeah. Okay. Those are soft. Does it make you want to cough after you do it? Sometimes, sometimes I do if you go too far, yeah, yeah, and it makes me want to cough. It, you, it's what like you're scratching heck? your brain. You yeah, know? yeah, okay, yeah. But no, those are literally the only ones that fit in my ear. Grace, do you do Q-tips? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to cough. No. You're not going far enough. You got to get that no, wax out I of there. Am, it is no. So when I do it to my, well, your brain's smaller. Shut up. Okay. okay. No, when I do it to my five-year-old, it's funny because if I clean his left ear, he coughs. If I clean his right ear, nothing. Hmm. Oh. It's very strange. Weird. You know what that means. He's a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, that is weird. hmm. Might want to get that looked at. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Cool. What about you guys? What's like a piece of technology? Um, I don't have a great one because like besides my phone. Yeah. I mean, if it weren't for my husband and my kids, I wouldn't watch a lot of TV. Um, I don't. I mean, my car. Yeah. I don't really use a lot of. Cars are nice. Gadgets. I would say, okay. I know you said no phone, but the internet specifically Googling things. Okay. There are 800 times a day where I'm like, huh, I wonder why this is the way it Hmm. is. And I Google Mm. it. If you looked at my search history, you would think I was the weirdest person on the planet because mm-hmm. it's all like just no weird, need. random, <laughs> <laughs> weird, random things that have popped in my head. And I'm like, huh, I wonder why that is this yeah. way. And I Google it and learn something new. Every so day. Actually, you should try ChatGPT for that. Um, no. Okay. So because you guys are older than me, like okay. much older, yes. you'll understand this. Like growing up, do you guys remember the days when you wouldn't, you wouldn't know an answer to something and you would just, huh? Yeah, I my, guess it's my lost. dad told me that macaroni dogs were how we got macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You get the encyclopedia out. You yeah. Get the, I remember when Encyclopedia get that whole shelf Britannica of, was on a yeah. CD and I uh-huh. could watch like the moon landing and stuff, which yeah. is maybe fake. One but, of my Christmas presents as a kid, like I had to have been, I was in elementary school for sure. So like third grade, mm-hmm. my one of my Christmas presents was a children's encyclopedia that my, my mm-hmm. parents got me because I would ask them a bunch of questions that I wanted to know the answers to. Ask me how surprised I am by that mm, that you got that scale one to ten i'd say <laughs> like an eight right who gets a kid and it's like i'm not surprised at all that that was <laughs> one of your favorite gifts mm, it's you love to learn par for the course with me mm-hmm. i don't think i was curious and i think when i was like seriously curious the internet was starting to come out yeah uh-huh. okay um so i didn't i mean i do remember encyclopedias and encyclopedia britannica mm. And they were like the author of all things knowledge. So you yeah. just went to them and read three paragraphs on the continent of Africa and you knew everything <laughs> about it at that point. In y'all's generation, was there <laughs> still <laughs> was there still uh, like encyclopedia salesmen who would go door to door and say, Hey I don't I don't yeah. remember I do remember us having them, but I don't remember the salesperson. I guess yeah. they had to be. I I've just heard of that in movies where like the guy would come around and yeah. sell encyclopedias. For so. sure. I didn't know if that was an actual thing, but... I would have gotten suckered in by that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, all the knowledge? Yeah, I can just look things up whenever I want. I don't have to go to the library. <laughs> what was the other? It was Britannica and... I have no idea. Mine was like a kid's encyclopedia. Oh, but it's was... a, it, look, I'll show it to you after the show. It mm. is a thick, solid volume of Dang. information. You were doing that. I was buying Guinness Book of World Records. That was my <laughs> encyclopedia. I mean, it's it's still a source of information. Yeah, it it's is. It's like a trivia Thanks. Thanks, source Grace. of information. Yep. And we're here. Yep. 
We're here. I was reading. <laughs> I was reading Captain Underpants. Yeah. So. Mm. Oh, Dodge loves that book. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it's still a it thing. Still is a thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, reading is important no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shelby? What's a piece of technology? Oh, there's some basics. Let's start with the basics. Oh, oh an <laughs> air more conditioner. Than one, huh? Oh, well, yeah. okay. I mean, so is that is that your favorite? I would hate life without an air conditioner. Yeah, me uh, too. That's fair. I didn't. Yes. You can see how far I thought I had with this question. <laughs> I don't that care about a, heat. That's a good an one. An air conditioner I need. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, internet in and of itself. Right. Yeah. You reference that. Uh, I do use chat GPT every day. So <laughs> AI is slowly creeping up, right? quickly creeping up uh, there. And So we have to question a lot of your information since, mm-hmm. you know. They I've already done the questioned. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've already questioned it. <laughs> Um, and then I would say uh, probably just the I mean car golf cart for where I live. That's yeah. a good technology. I use that yeah. all the time. Yeah, video games. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> just so gonna name all the technology in the last. Ah, <laughs> uh, my solo okay. my solo grill or solo fire solo pit. stove. Yeah, solo <laughs> stove. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. If you want a smokeless fire. Yeah. I mean, Grant, you've seen this. Yeah. At Halloween time, yeah. we had the solo stove out mm-hmm. with amazing decorations, mm-hmm. amazing food. We had... Uh, Guess what we didn't see? Spiked cider. What? Smoke. And we didn't see smoke. <laughs> and we had, I would say, 80% of the people that came was like, that a solo stove? Wow. Dang. That's so cool. I want one of those. That's the best invention ever. Uh-huh. And that's when Grant knew. I already had one at that point. <laughs> so, yes, solo stove. That's a cool I, one. The more we think about this and talk about it, the more I'm realizing, all right, indoor plumbing and refrigeration are probably... Refrigeration, yeah. yeah that's I'll, I'll take that over yeah. the Music? If I had to choose. Yeah. Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, too, because I didn't think of that either, Grace, but we, like, take it for granted yeah. so much now in this day of age. Electricity. Like, oh. Yeah. A lot of people AC. in the world don't have it. Mm-hmm. Just want to remind us. Well, that's a downer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for setting on, the tone tonight. On uh-huh. that note. So thankfully, there is technology. Yep. Yep. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Yes. That was All a right. good, smooth transition. Wow. So smooth. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our topic tonight. To decide who is going to, who chooses to go first, uh, I want to hear y'all's title and whoever title I like more. Gets to choose. Okay. So, who's ready? Grace is ready. I can <laughs> see that. Uh, uh, I was, yeah. Always. All right. My title is Hugh Knows. <laughs> Hugh, H-U-E. Yeah. Hugh yeah. Knows. I got you. I don't understand. I like that. Puns. Hugh Knows. <laughs> Hugh Knows mm-hmm. what she's talking about. Ah, like who knows. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, that took a second. No, it's all right. <laughs> I had a Q-tip in my ear, and my <laughs> brain was <laughs> tickled. Shall we? The bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grace wins. Hey. <laughs> Grace, you want to go first? Or you want to go last? Um, I'm going to let Shelby go first. <laughs> All right. The bag lady. Shelby likes going first anyway, I so did. he doesn't yeah. forget his story. All right. So this story is called The Bag Lady. Are you ready? Yeah, lay it on me. (laughs) Okay. Our story begins at a time when the Industrial Revolution was shaping the world in a quaint town in New Hampshire. Do you know know anyone from New Hampshire? Who's the most famous person from New Hampshire? I say Is Bernie Sanders from New Hampshire? That sounds right. Uh, Sounds right. Google it, Grace. 
Uh, so there's this young girl in New Hampshire named Margaret Knight, and she liked to tinker with things. Uh, the reason, one of the reasons I picked this story, Grant, is I know you like to tinker with I things. I love tinkering. Yeah, she was a tinkerer, too. Mm-hmm. She made kites that soared high in the sky. <laughs> she made sleds to, that made the boys jealous. Ooh. Yes. Margaret's, Margaret's childhood's project hinted that she was somewhat of a mechanical genius. Okay. People wanted to have her build things, which is unusual because she was a lady at the time. How old was she? She Well, this time you're under 12. Yeah, okay. She's a kid. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Eventually, though, she her mom became a widow. Her dad died. Mm. Mm. And uh, so she was 12 years old, and she had to go to work. And so she started working in a cotton mill. Mm. Think about, remember when your story came up? About the, the horrible working conditions of mm-hmm. that one factory. Mm-hmm. So think about that. This was kind of happening in this cotton mill. Okay. Uh, one of the, the, the issues with the cotton mill was something called a flying shuttle. Okay. Oh. I'm going to read this. I have no idea what this means. Uh-huh. If you're a cotton miller, you might know. <laughs> but it says, uh, the process of weaving cotton involved manually passing the shuttle which contained the weft thread through the shed. Spell it. What thread? W-E-F-T. Weft. Weft thread. Through the shed, which is the opening between the warp threads and the weft thread. So one of those is vertical and one of those is horizontal. Okay. You're making a canvas of sorts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. I got you. Uh, The shuttle was often equipped with steel tips at a pointed end to help it slide through the the cotton smoothly, Uh right? Uh However, due to the nature of the manual process, there was a risk of the shuttle coming free from the weaver's hand Uh. or being mishandled, causing it to be propelled with force across the loom, and the steel-tipped shuttle could then become a hazardous projectile, Uh. posing a danger to the weaver. I don't like where this is going. So Margaret was 12 years old. Working in those conditions. Yeah. Right? Geez. These flying shuttles, they had the potential to cause m- major injuries. Impalement. Impalement yeah. is one of them, uh. yes. High, extremely high velocity they traveled. God. So she's a teenager. Let's put a bullet in this. <laughs> yes. Basically a bullet in right. this uh, weaver. That's smart. Okay. So she's a teenager. She's now 12, 13 years old watching all this. She's like, this has got to be a better way. Mm. I, I'm tired of watching my... Uh, Pier is getting stabbed with this. <laughs> I'm losing friends left and right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> by this shuttle. Uh, so she it was, was like the steelworker mill. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I know, right? Yes. Just step over the dead bodies. It's oh, fine. Oh, gosh. So she eventually, on her 13th, around her 13th birthday, she invented her shuttle restraint system. Dude, 13? Yep. Point for that. Shuttle restraint system. It became a, a game changer for the whole industry. Yeah. They used it on all their factory equipment and it went through the communities and all. It just was everywhere. That's cool. Shuttle restraint system. Uh, when she was 13 years old, but her mind didn't stop. She continued to invent things, and that's not even what she's most known for. Okay. Although it did protect a lot of stabbings how and did that? How did that work? How was the... Good question. Okay. Uh, there was a restraint on the shuttle. <laughs> okay. And so I guess it had some sort of uh, force that pushed back against its... Okay. Yeah. I didn't look that up because that's not the main invention yeah, yeah. I'm no, looking I, at here. I, my mind goes to how does that work? Well, okay. just just sit back. Okay. I'm going to tell right. you about something else. Okay. 
She eventually landed a new job at a paper bag company. Ooh. Uh-huh. Okay. Their methods of... I know Grace right now is looking up, how did the <laughs> shuttle <laughs> system work? Listen, my search history <laughs> will tell you exactly how many questions a day I Google. And uh, yeah, I'm curious. Okay. Um, mm. So she ends up at a paper bag company, but... Okay, think about a paper bag. Well, first, when you go grocery store, are you plastic or paper? Uh, I mean, plastic. Do they so, even do they even do paper? Yeah. Yes, yes. Maybe at Trader Joe's or something. No, at the, the, at the liquor store. <laughs> everyone yeah. does Practice. paper. You just have to ask for it. Okay. Well, there's the number one problem. I have to talk to a stranger. You do have to talk mm. to them. That sounds like a no for me. Yeah, I don't see them at self checkout. Well, obviously, you guys don't care about the earth. And oh, what do you get, uh, Shelby? So I get well, plastic. Can, yeah. Can exactly. I interject? Can yeah. I interject for a split second here? Oh, here we go. No, listen. Back in the day, when uh, you know Fern Gully was what we watched mm. every day when we were kids. This um, is before my time. L- no. It's not. <laughs> um, my dad is in the wood industry. He works. He sells parts to sawmills. I know that. Yep. So. Mm. Um, we would always ask for paper versus plastic. And yes. everybody at the time would give us so much crap because they're like, you're ruining the environment. How dare you? You're yeah. going okay with cutting down trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at us now. Look All right. Uh-huh. We were ahead of our time. Uh-huh. So. Yep. That's why I use styrofoam containers. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she worked at a paper, uh, paper bag company. Um, but listen, paper bags were not like what we think of. So you think about yeah. your paper bags now, right? Folded, kind of like what shape? Like rectangular? Yep. Is that what you'd call it? Yeah, like a box shape. What is the rectangular version of a cube? A square, a three D square is a cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is a three D rectangle? A box. Some sort of box shaped <laughs> paper bag. Um, okay. But but the reason why I had to say that is because that's not what they used to. Look. They used to look okay. like cones. So oh. imagine paper bags like oh, rolled okay. up. They didn't know how to make that bottom part to make it stand. It's like a slushy little cone. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Thicker. Or like a they water still, cooler. They still were horrible. Cone. Yeah, I'm sure. But they were thicker, yeah. That was the bags back then? Jeez. That was the bags. Gross. And they were making it f- by hand. So oh. each one was cutting the pieces of paper, folding it just right. Oh. It was all by hand. It was imagine inefficient. The, imagine the amount of paper cuts. I know. Oh. Inefficient, dangerous. Jeez. Paper cuts. Okay. Prone to errors. Get gangrene and die. Yeah. And here comes, oh, you know it's not clean. Yeah. Back and then. Mm -hmm. And here comes Margaret, right? Margaret sees this. She's already invented something that saves the lives of other people. And she's like, these cones are horrible. Dude, I like her. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Listen, Margaret is someone who says like, Nah, this could be better. If this you, could be a lot better. If you think I'm not going to Google how many people died. <laughs> <laughs> Paper? The, no, from the loom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm imagining like little needles that like get projectile and they get stuck in you and you're like, oh, yeah. wow, that hurts. I'm oh, not yeah. imagining people dying from right. this. Dude. Okay. Listen. That would be the worst way to go, by the way, and the lamest way to go. Like I got hit by a shuttle. And I what if you got multiple ones, multiple machines, and they all went? They're all just oh god, just in the one person. <laughs> Worst way to die. Yep, ever. Uh, so these paper. So Margaret hated these paper cones. Uh, paper cones lack stability. They tipped over easily. They were impractical. They couldn't yeah. carry groceries. Yeah, they, tipped no. over. Easy. It's <laughs> a cone. It's they didn't have plastic bags. Uh, so oh, it no. was just a, it was very easily tipped over. Yeah. Uh, they had a narrow opening. They couldn't put a lot of stuff in there. I bet. They're also very impractical in how they built them, again, all by hand. So 
she started experimenting with a machine that could automatically feed, cut, and fold the paper, giving birth, ultimately, to the flat-bottomed brown paper bag that we know and love today. That's cool. Yeah, she invented it. She invented the big the big leap forward was uh-huh. the machine that could fold it and cut it. Okay. But the biggest leap forward was the bottom of it. Dude. Because they couldn't figure out a paper bag that would stand on its own. Yeah. And she invented it. That's pretty cool. There you go. Uh and now sack lunches will are saved. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Uh, her goal was to create a mechanism that could efficiently feed, cut, and fold paper. She did that. Um but it wasn't easy for her. Something happened. Right? Oh no! Um, she died of as she cut. was working <laughs> through this, she developed this whole new machine that didn't exist to make this thing. And with every good story, you have to have a villain. And in this villain comes, or in this story comes, the villain of Charles Anon. Did he make cubed bags? So she patented <sighs> this mach- machine. Uh huh. Charles heard about the patent, saw the results, sued her. So this was my idea. Okay. <laughs> the best, and Grace, you're going to love this. The best bad. was they went to trial, and she used all of her money on that she got from this patent to, to fight this trial. Yeah. His, she, oh, she showed all the drawings she had made, mm-hmm. all, you know, you've seen a patent. It's like yeah. all hand drawings and like, figurings and stuff showed all this hey i made all this stuff this is the history of how we got here was able to present an awesome case yeah charles his only real argument was that she's a woman and there's no way a woman could invent this (laughs) (laughs) legit what he went to court with yes that's all he needed to back then yes yeah god i I wonder who won (laughs) she she came about to make me really (laughs) mad right now She came with all these great drawings, history of inventions. He said, ah, she's a woman. This is all fake. She stole it from me. And they said, you know what? You're right. It went back and forth. It says it was a grippling courtroom battle. What do you think, Grace? If she doesn't win, I'm throwing this table over right now. (laughs) In the end, Charles was left red-faced and defeated while Margaret emerged triumphant. Thank God. She finally secured her patent in 1871. Cool. Today, you can visit the Smithsonian's National Museum and admire a scaled-down version of Margaret's groundbreaking machine. Her patent still lives on today. Sure, it's been modernized. Yeah. But we still use paper bags with the same essential method that she created. Yeah. This young female, self-taught, back in the 1800s. Yeah. Made this the up against the world. Made this made this invention that we still use today. Imagine where we would be as a species if we had allowed women the same education and rights as men. Well, we'd have history. a lot more paper bags. I mean, we'd have a lot more. Everything. I bet. I bet a man invented plastic bags. Are we cutting this part out? Yeah, yeah we'll just cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are such we, jerks. We live to make <laughs> you mad. Uh, no. But here's the sad part: Margaret Knight lived a modest life and eventually passed away. Despite her patents, she only had three hundred dollars to pass on to her kids. Oh, what? Yep. I mean, in eighteen seventies, wasn't that pretty good? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, not for what she invented. Yeah, well, right. I would, yeah, I mean, yeah, she changed the game. 
That's the story of Margaret Knight, dude, the bag lady. <laughs> Just an, another little point there for. All right, well, good job, Shelby, with that story. Thanks. Yeah, man. Uh, Grace, you ready? Good luck, Grace. Can oh. you beat the bag lady? Beat oh, the I bag lady. Think I can beat the bag lady? Not I literally. She's only thirteen. Not anymore. And dead. I don't. Well, yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Anyways, what's your story? Hugh knows. <laughs> I like your title. <laughs> so Hugh, Hugh knows. H U E like colors. Hugh ah, knows. have you ever played that game? What's that game called? Um, Hugh. Hugh's Clues. Wait, no. Clues. Clues. <laughs> uh, Hugh. Hugh. What? I think it's, it's just called Hugh. N- no. I know what you're talking about. Where you have to like pick the <sighs> Hugh that's yeah. different. It's so fun. Them. It's such a fun game. What? The, why am I blanking It'll on this? It'll come to you. Okay. If you haven't yeah. played with. Just go Google Hugh <laughs> Go, yeah. Hugh News. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So on that note, um, my story is obviously about color, which we've talked about a couple of times. Um, I'm an artist, not to toot my own horn, but I like... Uh, Shelby, you get a point. Shut up. <laughs> um, I like painting. Y'all know I've worked um, in graphic design, graphic illustration. Things listen, like that if before. we're going to keep promoting your website, you're going to start paying us. <laughs> okay, listen. Graceoutlaw.com. Go there. No, this download is... the watercolors. She'll, she's really good at painting your dead dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> she painted a buffalo one time. Whatever. No, she really is great. I'm just joking. Okay, but this is the, the history having to do with my oh, okay. work experience. We oh. have stuff going on in our life, too. Grace. Yeah. Okay. Come on. You're welcome to talk about those things. What about my hamster business? Where I sell hamsters. Did the, you guys? Did I not tell you about that's that? That's offline, man. Oh, don't okay. Bring that up. Well, not that. Not that not kind of hamster. <laughs> offline. You, you made it's it illegal. weird. You made it weird. Yep. Okay, so um, y'all know about the printing press, right? <laughs> I do. All right, so invented by Johann Gu- Gutenberg. Johannes Gutenberg. Yep, in 1440. Um, Johannes. Oh. <laughs> Point for me. <laughs> Good one. I hate y'all. Can I start over? Yeah. You get yeah. why. You get why we were <laughs> laughing, right? No. I said Johann Gutenberg. You're like, yeah, Johannes Gutenberg. It's Johannes you Gutenberg. See, okay. <laughs> I, but, but you see why that's like pretentious, right? I enjoyed. Thank you for clarifying Shut the, hell the up. truth. Shut the hell was up. I not allowed to say the correct name? Oh my god. It's not like I was like, no, Grant, you're Johan wrong. Gu- yeah, but the way you said it was funny. Right. It was slick. You were like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Johannes Gutenberg. That was slick. I was, but we all caught it. Uh, <laughs> we all caught it. it seems like Don't try to just... It seems like you're trying to project some mm-hmm. <laughs> security here. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. You, printing press. Go ahead. Cool. Printing press. Biggest invention, arguably, of that millennia. Besides the paper bag, but yeah. It allowed for um, literacy to become common knowledge to everyone in the world, uh, allowed books to be a lot more widely distributed. People could learn to read. People could learn, um, you know, educate themselves, science, religion, whatever it was. Uh, huge invention, right? Mm-hmm. So what about color? I mean, before that, it was black and white. Yeah. I mean, so back then, if you wanted color. I mean, the world was black and white. Okay. Or was the world color? I don't know. I've only seen black and white pictures. Oh. Yes, it was black and white. It <laughs> oh. didn't turn into color until the early 1900s. Um, 
when Wizard of Oz came out. <laughs> no, so um, back then, the way that you would have color in a book, in an image, anything like that, you would have to hand color it. So they would print a black and white page, and then you'd go in and by hand color the parts you wanted colors. Mm. Um, this was the common practice uh, from the 13th to 15th centuries. By the 16th century, they started trying to print color. And what they would do, um, have y'all ever seen like lithographs? Mm -hmm. Like carved, uh, you, you can usually carve them in wood or other substances, but you carve like what you wanted printed and then you would roll the ink onto oh, it yeah. and mm -hmm. stamp yep. it down. Mm -hmm. yep. So they would make those with color and print those starting in about the 16th century. So they would make these tone blocks uh, for different colors and then uh, yeah. print them, push them down, like stamps, basically. Right. Yeah. Stamp right. them on the, the pages to make the colors. Um, so this was kind of how it was until uh, the 19th century when they changed to a chemical process. So that was very physical. You just roll the color on, you stamp it down. That's what you got, right? In the 19th century, they came up with something called chromolithography, which is a chemical process where you would use like oil-based um, crayons or pastels or whatever to resist water. It was a complicated process. Basically, it was a different process, and it allowed you to print onto paper in a bunch of different colors. It's weird that they couldn't just use the stamp and just change the color of the ink. It's, I mean, it is kind of what they did, but it, in the 16th century. Right. Before that, it was more if you wanted, and we're talking more complicated. Like, so they probably didn't have like, they were using like fruits to make color. They didn't have the high durable color. Um, I honestly don't know what they made, used for ink back in the... I'm thinking that, like, that maybe is why centuries. there was a big... Because you could have... I would have think you would just use color ink. Yeah. Use the same stamps style. It was probably a lot harder to preserve yeah. the color over right. time, whereas mm -hmm. black is pretty Let's stick consistent. With that. that sounds good to me. Um, so anyway, chromolithography became the thing in the 19th century, but um, it could only produce a certain range of colors. And, you know, as you know now, we can print anything anywhere reproduce photos to look amazing yeah. all that kind of stuff so how did we get there first off what are the primary colors ah red blue yellow green no red blue yellow white and black is it <laughs> you're looking at us like that's not right so it's actually a complicated question it's because, a rainbow oh no oh. but <laughs> uh, it, it is a complicated question everybody is taught growing up that the primary colors are red green and or red, yellow, and blue. And that's mm -hmm. because if you mix red and yellow, you get orange. Mm -hmm. You mix yellow and blue, you get green. If you mix red and blue, you get purple. So practically throughout history, in paintings and um, for all art history, practical uses, those were the primary colors. Because uh, you would mix them to get a whole multi multitude of colors. Mm -hmm. But um, scientifically, those aren't actually the primary colors. For humans, anyway. Um Colors are created by absorbing, this is going to be like a history and science podcast okay. at the same time. So colors are created like by absorbing specific wavelengths. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, as we all know. <laughs> as we all know. Um, so red, yellow, and blue were simplified for historical practical purposes. What really are primary colors for light is red, green, and blue. Hmm. So you're kind of right when you said green. Yeah, I knew it. Um, you get a point. 
And part of that is because in our eyes, we have three different color receptors, red, green, and blue. So those are the light Mm. wavelengths that we receive. And we combine light and a bunch of different colors or a bunch of different combinations to see those specific colors. Mm -hmm. Um, So the same works for colors that we're viewing um, specifically on uh, digital devices, things like that. Red, green, blue is what we yeah, use. Yeah, I think that's okay. where I was thinking. Is yeah, like LEDs. I think that's what you're using, right? Oh, yeah. So RGB colors. Yes. Yeah. So okay, if you're gotcha. looking at a computer screen, you are seeing red, green, and blue in a whole bunch of different color combinations. If you have all three at once, you see pure white. If you have none hmm. at once, you see black. Okay. So have, have you ever thought about as an artist? Like, what if you see green, but your green is different than my green? Mm. Um, I mean, that's probably true to some extent. Because you see colors like periwinkle or whatever, and you're like, okay, is it blue or is it purple? Mm-hmm. Some people are like, well, obviously it's purple. And some people are like, obviously it's blue. So there's probably some difference. But when it comes to design, I feel like if you are used to seeing the colors the way you see them, yeah. and I'm used to seeing them the way I see them, it really doesn't matter because we don't know any different. Like grass. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. which is that board game, Hugh, or whatever it's called. Hughes, <laughs> Hughes and Clues. Hughes and Clues. Hughes and Clues. I thought game. of it. Yes. Yeah, point I for me. It. Yep, <laughs> I got it. Um, so yeah, so practically or scientifically speaking, red, green, and blue are the primary colors. But okay. when it comes to printing things on paper, ah, the primary colors are, do you know, red, yellow, and blue, no. cyan. Magenta. Oh yeah, I knew that. Oh yeah, Yeah, because it's on the ink cartridges. Yes. There you go. So. All right. Um. Those. Hey. hey, Point. Yay. Point for that little science lesson. I like that. I'll take it. Um. So it's the the science that goes into it. The red, yellow, blue, and the uh, cyan, magenta, yellow are um, subtractive forms, which basically, oh yeah, when light hits them, it's the wavelengths that they reflect reflect yeah. that we're seeing so they're absorbing certain wavelengths so they're okay. subtractive whereas the rgb from computer screens things like that you're seeing light mm-hmm. so they're additive mm-hmm. those are the wavelengths you're seeing um so uh cmyk the cyan magenta yellow and k for black um is this four color process of printing that became popular uh, obviously now but it took a long time to get there um, many sources attribute the first commercial printer to use this process as Eagle Printing Ink Company in 1906. Mm-hmm. The problem is with that, um, there's a little bit of a complicated history. Eagle Printing did make several important advancements in printing. Um, they streamlined color separation. So like, you obviously don't have scanners when you're reproducing something. So if you're looking at a photograph and you want to print it, how do you get those colors? So they streamlined how they pull mm. those colors out of an image and then print them again. Hmm. Um, but they also uh, invented a multicolor rotary press. So basically, back then, what you would typically do when you were printing something is you would send a piece of paper through for a pass of black. Then you would send it through again for a yep. pass of red. Then you yep. would send mm. it through again. You know, so all these... Tell a screen press thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So you would have to send it through multiple times for different layers, things like that. Um, so they invented a rotary press that would allow you to continuously print multiple colors at the same time hmm. without messing up the colors. Um, so they did a lot of important things. But as far as cyan, magenta, and yellow goes... Um, no one knew what those colors were. Like the word, those I words. I don't really know. 
Well, you see them on the print cartridges. Yeah, but... Uh, so it's like a light blue, a pinkish red, and mm, yellow is pretty... Yeah. You know. It's pretty yellow. Yeah. Pretty yellow. Um, but often in literature about printing, they were still referred to as blue, red, and yellow. Mm. Even though that's not what they were. So mm. it's hard to... Um, figure out exactly where they came up as late as the 1950s they were still calling them like blue and red hmm. instead of cyan and magenta um so anyway the rgb red green blue i don't know if you all knew this this is basically the inverse of cyan yellow magenta so the wavelengths that are absorbed by red green and blue are the exact opposite as cyan hmm. yellow magenta does that make sense yes okay Stick with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm here. Like are like, sure. Too much science, not enough history. I'm drooling over here, but okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, so whether, whether we realize. Sad part is I'm colorblind, so oh. I don't know. <laughs> None of these are words you, mean anything. Are you really? No. <laughs> okay. That's about to be really sad. Um, so basically, the fact that we see red, green, and blue in pure forms and our photoreceptors in our eyes was discovered uh, arguably as early as the 1600s, but is verified for sure, scientifically, in the 1800s. So, because that's the inverse, mm. you can basically say that cyan, magenta, and yellow were hmm. also discovered as early as the 1800s. Um, so, anyway, the way that we have finally standardized exactly what these colors are, yes, are um, the two industry standards are Pantone. Have you heard of that? No. Mm -hmm. I have. So, Pantone's a company that was started in New Jersey in the 1950s, and basically, they come up with these colors um, and they notate them with letters and numbers. Uh, they name them, everything. Um, and this, they're printed colors. So, there's okay. a big difference between printed colors and digital colors. Mm -hmm. So, these are printed colors um, that they have standardized, and you can see them in all sorts of different software programs, Adobe programs, things like that, to make sure that you get the same color on every thing you use okay the problem with pantone i take issue with them yes. um is they try to claim their colors as intellectual property mm. so they have about two thousand or so colors that they say are theirs hmm. and uh if you were to use that exact pantone in adobe but don't pay a $15 a month subscription. Mm -hmm. Okay. It just turns to black and you can't use it. Okay. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, but you cannot yeah. copyright colors. These exist. Right. Like yeah. You just discovered I wonder, I wonder this how they exact get away combination. With I guess color, copywriting the code behind it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you want to copyright the exact values that say what those colors are, sure, right. knock yourself out. But I should still be able to use them. Um. And there was actually a UK artist, Stuart Simple, who has released uh, his own program called Freetone, which is an open source. Yeah, program. I mean, that's what's like anyone could copy this. Yes. Yeah, right. It's but, just that code. But what would... stinks is like because it's the industry standard for graphic designers and Adobe mm -hmm. products are the industry standard for graphic designers. If you're working in Adobe and all of a sudden all of your images start going black because you used an exact Pantone mm. yeah. that is now copyrighted and you don't want to pay a subscription, <laughs> I'm sorry, BS, not cool. Um, but the other way yes. are hex colors, the hexadecimal values that you see in code Yes. Mm -hmm. digitally. You mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about? I have seen that. Okay. 
So I know, I know what you. I think I've heard that. There is a six-digit combination of numbers and letters. I think that's like more common, right? Um, Google uses that, I think. Yeah. So it, any sort of, if you were to look at the code behind any website, yeah, um, you would see likely the hexadecimal yeah. values. Because it used to be that HTML and CSS would um, recognize just words. You could say black and there would be a pure black that they would show. You would hmm. say blue and there would be a certain blue. Now there are so many different varieties and right. web designs gotten so complicated that mm -hmm. code re recognizes the hexadecimal values. There are over 16 million yeah. uh, hexadecimal values. So wildly more uh, options there, pure colors, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's usually used for digital stuff, but again, if RGB is what you use digitally and CMY is the inverse of that, you just switch it up to print it. Hmm. Does that hmm. make sense? Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Too much work. That's why I just use the AI art now. Okay. Show me color. <laughs> Give Listen. me color now. Don't use AI art generators, please. Thank you. Well. I've got a website, ShelbyBarker.com, and get all your AI uh, prints, uh, whatever. You How want, much are they? You want a picture of your dead dog? Just send me it, and <laughs> okay. I will get it printed up. $30 a print <laughs> for this AI-generated stuff. All right. So anyway, that is the history of how we standardized color printing from uh, the history from the printing press to modern day wow. yeah. printing. What were they printing in color in the printing press? They didn't have picture books. Um, I mean, they would, they would have illustrations from... The red from... words of Jesus. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but if you look at some of those... And it was blood. They didn't have the color ink. They just... Yeah. Dip their finger in blood and... Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at those older Bibles, they do have... They've got the black letters printed, and then they've got embellishments that ha someone had to go mm -hmm. in and, like, hand color. For sure. For sure. Different things. Um, because... Like, in the medieval times, like squires doing the first letter of yeah. a paragraph, big and illustrated the letter, intricate, yeah, all that crap. Uh, yeah, I've heard it takes it took them days to do that one oh, thing. I'm sure, like with the way they painted it and all that. Yeah, yeah, now that's we crazy. can just pump out all sorts of yeah. visuals. Now it's just no problem on our home printer upstairs. Yep, mm -hmm. no work. It's made quite the jump. Dang. Well, cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. I hate printers. <laughs> they never work when you need hate, them to. They do never work when you need hate them to. printers. They're the bane of my existence. Ink is also pretty frustrating because oh, it wanna... dries out and gets clogged up and all yeah. sorts of stuff. I, it's like if Clippy appeared or something. Oh, I see you're in a hurry. Clippy. Do you want me to take five hours to print this? Or do you want me to have internet? Do you, remember, no. do you remember Print Shop? Mm, <laughs> I saw I a TikTok so. today and it brought back way... A lot of memories. It was a floppy disk <laughs> uh, program you put in, yes. and you could print banners and stuff. But uh -huh. it was on that. It was on that weird paper that, like, the paper was the ink, and it just like mm -hmm. had the it had the holes on the side. The perforated. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know what you're I've talking about. Those. Now. Yep, that's funny. Well, cool. Thank you yeah. for that. Um, all right. I mean, you're welcome for mine too. But thank you for that. I yeah, said, I said thank you. Oh, okay. Probably somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, but <laughs> who won? I. Whoa, oh. getting a little eager there. Um, yeah. Well, I liked both of those stories. Uh, they were very, very educational. Um, I liked that they were both about technology. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all follow the prompt. Yes. Good job. Yay. Um, Grace, I loved. Uh, 
yours about how that's very interesting the the science behind it behind printing um and just how that how that developed after johannes gutenberg uh invented that uh and then shelby like yours about how this 13 year old girl was very inventive Mm -hmm. um but i think what she was like that uh cartoon (laughs) the inventor cartoon Uh uh-huh Dang it. Was it in your generation? No, it was yours. <laughs> Cartoon Network, he had a white lab coat on. Oh, oh Dexter's, Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter, yeah. Dexter's, Dexter's lab- Laboratory. They, 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 they. Yeah, I, yep. So uh, I think what eked it out, though, um, it was it was close. Yeah. Shelby. Yeah. Yes. Good job. Um, I liked just, yeah, how young she was and how inventive she was. She said, I see a problem. I want to fix it. And she not she didn't do only one, uh, she didn't invent only one thing, but two things to help uh, the For world sure. today. She saved lives. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Kept people from dying from the shuttle. Yep. Somehow. Um, so, yeah, I appreciated it. I still don't know what a shuttle is. I still want to know what a shuttle <laughs> restraint looks like. I'll um, show you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, thanks, well, y'all. Yeah. For your awesome stories. Uh, join us next week. Grace, maybe next week you'll maybe. pull it out. <laughs> maybe I'll finally win one. Well, you had won so many up front. Mm. No. Well, the, right. next week, can you come because you're keeping track mm. with our, our score scoreboard? <laughs> sure. Okay. Next week is 16. Oh, so you right? said you've got a uh, prompt ready. What is it? Oh. I don't have one. Oh. He wasn't we, that confident. We want to keep the listeners on their mm-hmm. toes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Seafood. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Uh, join us next week where Shelby will be hosting. Uh, for the Untold Podcast, I am Grant Yeager. I'm Grace Outlaw. And I'm Shelby. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Adios. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>